That entrance that you hear right now, that music for John Cena, that is a platinum selling album that John Cena has. Yeah. So, as, and, and, you know, it's fitting too. Very fitting, that. especially what we're going to we talk about have, later on, man. We might have seen, seen the last of, of Big Match John for a time being. That too, man. Yes, yes. But again, welcome to a new episode of No Words Bar Podcast. It's your host, Mo, joined by my man, Chris Mack, over in Yo. Dirty Dirty, fresh off a of return from Hampton. Yeah, man. Yeah, I was uh, I was there for my homecoming um, a couple um, weeks ago. Uh, it was great to be back home. Uh, excuse me. It was great to be back home. Um, just uh, seeing all, you know, my friends. You know, I wish I could have saw you, dog. Um but, yeah, no, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I, I, I just stuck. I just stuck to my my um, neck of the woods, man. Over at makes um, sense at Laburnum, but I, I still managed to see some folks from high school, and I saw some folks, you know, of course, in my alma mater, Hampton. You know, the the campus and the city has changed a lot. Uh, but it was it was it was just good times. Um, being there, going back to my um, journalism school and seeing that a couple of my portraits were still on the wall after a decade and you know I've that that kind of that kind of you know it, 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 it kind of had me emotional a little bit man i ain't gonna lie um he has the illest like if if chris wanted yeah. to be a rapper he has the illest like cover <laughs> from one of the the pictures that i saw <laughs> that he posted yeah. man and I think you know which one I'm talking about too. <laughs> uh, yeah, what's that? Uh, what's that from the party, or what's that? Um, uh, what's that? Uh, my my um, my struggle struggle student selfie. Yeah, that, that one. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, that yeah, one right I, there. <laughs> uh, yeah, that man, that photography class was uh was special. Um, you know, because I learned a lot. You know, from a professor and um, it just all of our just noticing that that class still stood the test of time and all of our portraits are still there on the first floor it was it was it was pretty cool it's pretty remarkable man that's dope man you know i wish i had a college that i could go back to and stuff like that but you know <laughs> i mean i i wanted to be a nerd and go to a vocational college um it's all okay it's all good man shout out to them man, shout out to hey them. i'm not gonna lie mo I always, I always thought that you did did spend some time at vcu so, Everybody yeah. did. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> if I had a penny for all the people that assumed and thought that I went to VCU, I would have enough to probably pay off two months of school loans uh, yeah, at mean, this moment. To, to, to be fair, that 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 could have been like the secondary school for me too, because just True. like you and everyone else, we we just spent a lot of time on campus. That's it. <laughs> Simple as that. Simple as that, man. Hip hop hip-hop shows um quick one thing i want to mention since we're talking about hip-hop show real quick before we really get into the 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 nitty-gritty of stuff here um a couple of weeks ago i had attended a show for my homie chance fisher over at the camel and shout out chance man yeah yeah man yeah it was his birthday um that like the day before but you know i remember he was having a show at camel so i show up there um went by but it's crazy though because um I get there, um, Chance is walking outside, and yeah, I say what up to him, whatever, shit like that. We, you know, dap up real quick. So I'm about to walk inside or whatever, and he's like, uh, he's like, yo, 
you know who's here? I'm like, no, I don't know who's here. What are you talking about? He's like, oh, yeah, Kane McCoy's here. I was like, say what? <laughs> like, <laughs> like my bro's in here? <laughs> like, that's crazy. Yeah. That, that, that's insane. Um, and lo and behold, I go in there, man, and there goes my bro, Kane, in there, man. So it's kind of – it felt it, – it, um, conjure good good memories in in that that venue man um to anybody that's listening that's not within virginia richmond virginia area camel is like a bar that um back in the days um a few friends mutual friends of ours um a lot of them i call like i, I consider them as family too um used to throw hip-hop shows there and you know really kind of was like the 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 Really, it's kind of was the beginning of what wind up letting to the friendship of me and Chris that, you know, that we have now. So, um, but yeah, we, you know, they always had hip hop shows there and my man Kane and my man Octavian, um, Slapdash guys over there, man. That, uh, yeah, all you know, them, man. Tim, you know, Tim they, Porter. Like, yes. Like all, all yeah. Just great. It's crazy how that all happened, man. Like it was, it's one of the, one of the um, cool, positive aspects of Twitter at the time, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm just connecting with in its folks infancy. back home. And yeah. Yeah. I'm connecting with folks back home that have similar interests and little that I know we'll all meet up and connect one summer and like I'm yeah. now having lifelong friendships. So that's it. That's it, man. You know, and, and, and shout out and, and those two guys, you know, Kane and, and, and Octavian, man, they're also big. They're just as big as wrestling fans as we are too. So, you know, um, it, it's, uh, it, it like it's funny all this ties up until later on oh i love it anyway um but yeah man i it was it was good shout out to them man it was good seeing it, it brought up good memories man and it, it just thought and you you did came to mind you know when i was when i was in there man i was like dang man like all them shows that chris and <laughs> he came out to you know around there so um yeah good 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 memories man but yeah um but Let's let's transition to you know the, the important stuff that's happening, um, man. Uh, admittedly, I haven't watched much football lately, so I I don't have any opinion. But there was a couple of good games, though. There were a couple of good games, um, man. Uh, I was, uh, let me get well, this out the way. Let me get this out the way first. Uh, I don't think yeah. I'm gonna talk about my team for the rest of the season. I think what's uh, done is done, and. Uh, uh, I, I really wanted, wanted to hear your thoughts about that because uh, apparently Dan, Daniel was supposed to be out there on the field, right? Uh, I, 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 apparently he was healthy enough that they deemed him healthy enough to be on the field. Um, did I personally think that he needed to be on the field? No. Because, like, here's my thing with this whole Daniel Jones and Giants thing, and, and I never was a supporter of him getting this type of contract. Now, don't get me wrong, you know, as a Giants fan last season, you know, it was nice. It was it was a pleasant surprise. It was a pleasant surprise. You know, Jones did what he had to do. Um, you know, we all know he didn't like he had a decent season like before us Giants fans like we were elated over it cuz we didn't expect it. But I mean, but we still knew who he was. But we was just, you know, we was we was just enjoying it. Enjoying the fun while it was there. Um, so, you know, we, we had that success last, last year, beating the Vikings in the playoffs and then fast forward to the off season where really it came down to, you know, who was going to get signed and who was going to get franchise tagged and between him and Saquon. And of course, in the end, we know Saquon got the franchise tag, which he did not mm-hmm. want. And 
yeah. personally, I was never a fan of giving Daniel Jones a, a multi-year extension um, because I always felt the impression was that, uh, you know, in his final year, like they're just going to ride it out. They're just going to ride it out to the end and 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 then whatever. But to give him that extension after just one successful year and he didn't really do much anything before that, like that's, I was just, I, I don't know. I don't Very know what's inside. Best. Yes, yeah. at best questionable. And, you know, I always felt that like, nah, man, Saquon, man, sign Saquon. And they, they didn't do that. And, you know, all in all, I'm not, I'm not all that surprised how this season has gone. Um, we just, it's kind of funny. They remind the Giants and the Yankees is, you know, more ways than many they're related. Um, but the parallels, man, with them is that they just can't stay healthy for shit. And mix that with the fact that, you know, we're just, we don't have a lot of good skilled guys, you know, a lot of guys, either first years or, or whatever, um, you know, not much experience. This is like the most, play that you know that they've had in their careers um so you know there was always going to be that that uh moment of just like trepidation and stuff but it is what it is and you know i think in the end you know i now with daniel jones out for the rest of the year with this torn acl thing uh it's just (laughs) Just like throw the season away <laughs> at this point. Um, just tank for yeah. you know Caleb. I guess I don't know. You know. It's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's all Caleb Williams because you know we we know now that uh, Shador Sanders is going to be sticking around for another year. As as I'm not surprised by that. As I yeah. expected oh, he would. Man. <sighs> you know, that was, but, it was um, a fun. It was a fun four weeks though, right? Yeah, <laughs> it was. It was, but um. But nah, man, with the, with the Giants, it's it it sucks. But I'm not mad. It's like that's the thing about it, you know. Like I I, I actually laugh more about it than be sad about it or mad, um, because it's like, well, yeah, all right, whatever. Like, and then and, and then management tries to convince the fans that oh, this is still within the plans and stuff. Like, fuck that. I want to hear that shit. Sorry, but it's like don't 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 feed us BS. Like. It, this is not acceptable. I don't care. It's not acceptable. Um, but what can we do? So, you know, I know you guys had a tough and good game. It was a good game on Sunday against the Eagles. Um, uh, you know, I mean, so I, I did watch one iota of that game, but I, cause I knew what the result was going to be. We were going to either get slapped around, which was for an early portion of the game. And then we'll probably make a comeback, keep it tight. But in the end, Philly's going to win. Yeah, so I figured that really? was the case. And, but the thing is, it's crazy because, you know, um, I've been following Philly, um, Philly long enough this season to know that they're not even as good as they were last year. But they just still figure out a way to win. So <coughs> uh, that was, um, you know, it was, you know, it was a struggle. I wasn't trying to sit through that struggle. So it is what yeah. it is. It, it is what it is, is but it is. but it it goes to the fact that what I think I had mentioned this weeks ago, um, where my biggest thing about Dak Prescott, which always seems to be the one thing that holds him back, I don't know, man. Like 
maybe Cowboys fans won't agree with me, other ones, but it just seems like to me when the, when the pressure is at its highest, when the stakes are at its highest, like in crunch time, he just, he, he, he doesn't, he's not, he, he doesn't follow through man, with it, man. Like he doesn't, uh, he, hey, he'll hey, have man. his, like, I feel like he'll have his hey. couple of games where he follows through, but overall, like on a consistent basis, like so many times I feel like he just falters under pressure or something. That's yeah, how it, it feels. It, it tends to be like that. I mean, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing, um, but he's, he's as good as it gets right now, you know, for yeah. us. Uh, but uh, I mean, I, I, I don't even so know good. what's going on. I don't know what's going on. What, what was it? Trey Lance? Was it Trey Lance that we traded for? I think so. Uh, yeah. 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 I, yeah, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know what's going on with that situation. Whether they're going to um, like look at him or how he's developing, you know, in the depth chart. Yeah. Because I mean, when they made that trade, it was clearly it was like a sign that you know, Dax days may be numbered, but you know, what I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, he's still he's. Again, he's all that we have at this moment. Until probably a Caleb Williams comes along and we end up like falling for him in a trade or something. I don't know, man. I I'd be pissed if y'all could somehow finagle the trade to get him. But you know what's crazy? Like I always feel like somehow I know it's not gonna happen, but it always feels like when it comes to these trades, if Philly's involved, Philly winds up getting these guys. They always get these guys Philly now, um, and I get it. You know, they're they're the, they're 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 the hot shit out there. You know, best team in the NFC. Hey. I get it, but it's like it feels like everybody wants to fucking go over there now. <laughs> what, did, what did you think of the trade deadline? By the way, I you know I'm not too privy on the the NFL I, type of situations, but you know, I mean, either I'm I couldn't really give you an honest answer about that, man. Like, uh, it is what it is. I know we did a trade, um. What we got in return was nice. I will give showing this. When we make trades to get draft picks, he does a pretty good job with those. Um, but if if we're trying like signing players, like big name players or anything like that, or or trade winning out trades and those for those things, now nah, we he it's not good. But the trade deadline will it is what it is. Like I expected us to be sellers anyway. Like, you know. I'm not. I'm not surprised. It was. It was. It sounded pretty quiet, but yeah. it, I, I don't know. Washington. I think they. You know, they traded. Oh, away Chase. Like, Chase Young. Yeah. They gave away Chase Young, and they. I forgot who was the other guy they gave up. I think it's Montez Sweat. Montez Sweat. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. With uh, Chicago, so they just they shut down the season, right? That's what I'm hearing. Like they're two best defensive players. They still won uh, on Sunday. You know, so they still beat the Patriots on Sunday. I mean, it's the Patriots, man. I'm just, I'm just saying they won. Like it's, <laughs> yeah. Even though like they lost two of their best defenders, like they still won. You know, it's they only won. Hold on a second. Am I? Wait, 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 wait. What? Excuse me, real quick. I just want to check something real quick because something uh-huh. just hit. Holy shit! See your parlay. So Washington is one game behind y'all. <laughs> That's crazy. Oh wow! Ain't well, actually, something. well, because no, because well, yeah, because y'all are five and three, and Washington is four and five. So they got y'all got one more win than them, but like they played already. Y'all haven't, okay. 
Yeah, yeah, because I, I can't remember if they've had their, because y'all, y'all had y'all buy, right? Yes, we did. Yeah. Okay. That's maybe that's why. That's why. That's why. So technically, technically, they're like one game behind you, but that's not taking into account that y'all already took your bye week and they haven't yet. I don't think. So, so yeah. But still, I don't think I would have. I would not have think at any point that Washington would be one win less than, um, than Dallas. You know, but Dallas. Uh, I guess it also goes to show with Dallas, man. It's like, you know, losing your star cornerback on defense. Um, it's a it's a big deal. <laughs> it's it's a big deal, you know, with Diggs, man. Um, I that that turns out to be like a blow. I guess I, it, it's just just weird. I I personally thought that Child would have at least um, a better record. I thought, you know, I yeah. kind of felt that child would be like six and two. I mean, losing losing to Arizona doesn't help. So no, no, yeah. no that but, that was a bad loss for y'all. I Especially still get to watch. Speaking of, I still get to watch the CJ Shroud highlights. Man, I heard he went bananas. I was going to get to him. Yes, dog. He is a beast. That dude. <laughs> that game overall was just ridiculous, back and forth, but. But C.J. Stroud, man, that dude was—he's that dude. I—I <laughs> I was watching it on yeah. Red Zone, man, and as I'm watching it, I'm like, "This is this is like one of the best games I've seen all season." And I haven't watched—granted, I haven't watched a lot of football um, this season overall, but that was a—that was a damn good game, man. That was a good game, and then. You know, also that the Vikings and Falcons game with Dobbs, Dobbs coming in and like in really yeah, relief. Off a trade. Right, <laughs> he wasn't even scheduled to play just yet. He was just gonna apparently just you know be a, just a backup, I guess, or just sitting on the bench because yeah, because Cousins is out. Right, well, hold on, yeah. So damn, damn, poor, poor Vikings, <laughs> poor Vikings, and then. Uh, what's his name got injured uh, and he's out for the season to win that game. Um, geez, what was his dude name? It's on the tip of my tongue, man. Hmm. It's on the tip of my tongue. Who I'm sure if I can help you out with that, uh, cause you know, I do not follow Fikers football. I do not either. I do not find, I, I do not watch Vikings. I mean, it's, yeah. I think it's more so that game, Atlanta was really, you know, Atlanta should have won that game. Atlanta should have won that game, honestly, man. Um, but the defense, it was just like no, almost hardly any defense, man. And then, oh, like Atlanta, they were just, they was shooting themselves in the foot also. So they didn't help their their case at all. man. Was, but, it, just, was it Justin Jefferson? Is that what you were thinking of? Maybe so. Maybe so. I can't remember. It was somebody that got injured. That game was a running back that got injured for Vikings. And it could I I could have swore I saw that. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I'm I'm looking right now. Uh Cam Akers. Never mind. Oh. Cam Akers. That's who oh, got it. Yes, yes, I know yes, I wasn't yes. hallucinating it was a running back. Cam Akers. Okay. Damn. Yep. Yep. Cam Akers. Yeah, I just I saw I just saw it the moment you said it. I saw it in um in the article. 
So Vikings, man, they they overcame a lot to get that that got that win, man. But Vikings, I mean, but the Falcons, they didn't they didn't help themselves out at all, man. Not at all. But overall, though, it was like it was okay. It was an okay uh, football weekend, man. But really, the big important thing, really, we want to touch on too was um, NBA, man. Um, NBA yes. season full full swing, and um, it, 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 this past week was the start of the. In season tournament, man. Yeah, uh, it, 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 you know, to my surprise, uh, I figured that you know the reason why you know they weren't playing any games today is because of um, NCAA, but it's election day, so yes, <laughs> uh, yeah, so it was election day. So I thought they were really trying to be like the big bros and let the young guys get their shine, but um, <laughs> uh, in actuality, you know, they really are being the big brother and being responsible. So um, yeah. So the, the the tournament will resume again this Friday, you know, because the games are going to be happening every Tuesday and Friday for the duration of this month. Right, right. For the people that don't know how this whole in season tournament, how it's going to wind up going, basically, every it's broken up into a pool of six different pools: three for the east and three for the west. And the winner, the top team from each individual pool qualifies and there's going to be like two other teams like the wild card teams so basically the two yeah. teams that have the 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 best record out of the rest of them yeah yeah that they're, they're gonna that's gonna make the eight teams and then come december they're going to you know start doing their knockout games with the semifinal and the final happening in vegas on a neutral court so yeah, for and really in the simplest terms that's what this tournament is, you know, that, that's how it's going. And um, one thing I want to say, the courts, um, mm, that's a that's a hard pass. There's a couple of courts that they they modified for this to signify, hey, yeah. you're watching a tournament game. Um, a couple of them, I'm just like that that I liked, but then the rest of them, I'm just like, ew, no. <laughs> uh, I I wonder if they're going to adjust them in the future games, or you know, or try to you know make it. A little more neutral or eye friendly, because you know some the, the red Chicago court. What the hell? Yeah, no, man. I don't know. It, it reminds me of one of those things you would see if somebody did a mod of like NBA Two K, you know, or I or that's a modification. Not even this. Like I remember did, and they kind of took that away now the past couple of years. But in your creative player, when you're in the city. Before it used to have like your own, um, like your own apartment, right? And you, ha- you or you lived in like some like apartment, some build building, and they had like a basketball court in there, like your own personal basketball court that you can uh, train and all that stuff. And you can also modify the basketball court, however it is. Like you could change the thing, the the, the court, the, the design, the backboard. You could change the color of the the, the rim or legs. Like they were very, very like yeah. particular with that stuff. That's what it reminds me of. Like some shit, some option that I have. Like I could just put this on like a red court, like some bull, red and black Bulls court. And then the NBA was like, "Oh, that's a great idea. Let's do that with the teams in real life." <laughs> uh, that would be what. That would be crazy if that was. Ex- it's exact crazy plan. enough seeing that on two K. Like, well, why do I want to like see see it in real life? Who knows, you know. man? 2K like controls everything. 
Um, you can't do anything without seeing 2K. Uh, but but yeah, the court designs, like I said, I was not a, mm, overall, I'm not a fan of. Um, and I don't, and also non-related to the tournament, I am not a big fan of these city jerseys this season. My gosh, they're astastic. Like they're terrible, bro. They are terrible. Those yeah. jerseys. Yeah, uh, you know, funny enough, like my Wizards city jersey when the first renders came out, I fucking hated them. Did not like them at all. Uh, I thought they looked just weird. But when they made the official release and I start seeing them modeled on the players, you know, I kind of, I kind of rock with them. I rock with them now. And and the court itself, like I have, mm-hmm. the court is uh, is mid, but. <laughs> I think with the jerseys, you know, it, it will, you know, it 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 will begin to grow on me. I think I think uh, these uh, kits, you know, they're not they're not bad, but they're not my favorite Wizards um, city jerseys um, at all. Um, I feel like the Mystics one from this year was better, um, and but I miss the cherry blossoms. You know, they should never you know dish the cherry blossoms. Uh, the Miami Heat should never dish your gradient colors. You know, that Heat culture jersey is ass. It's, it's just really one of the worst ones I've ever seen. And the Ours is no better. Bad. Man, it was very generic. I'll say that. <laughs> These jerseys look like some shit I see at a knock knockoff jerseys at a flea market in New York, man. That's what it reminds me of <laughs> when I look at these jerseys. Like, dead ass. Like, it reminds me of... Oh, the next one is bad, too. Oh, oh, I, I don't like the next one, man. I don't know, man. Like NHL suffers from that shit, too, man, with these reverse retro jerseys that, they, that they've that they done um, in the past two, three years. Um, there's a mix of nice ones and some that are just like, ugh. Um, so, and I get it. It's all marketing stuff. Like, we get it. It's a business. But uh, they're, just, they're just ugly. A lot of these jerseys, they're just ugly. And then also the quality of a lot of these jerseys is piss poor now. Like Fanatics, Fanatics jerseys are the fucking worst. Fanatics suck. Like his like yeah. you can literally, I don't know if you know a lot about that, but there is literally community like Reddit and all these communities, uh, all this stuff, websites about how shitty uh, Fanatics like jerseys are. Because like, they're so cookie cutter, they're so cheap. Like the t-shirts are cheap. The the whatever the material that they use for the jerseys are cheap. Like, it's really cookie cutter. I'm sure, pretty sure a lot of the artwork fade after a, a few washes too. Probably so, man. Probably yeah. so. Like back in back, whatever. Depending on the hood, whatever you're from, man. You man, you could get that. That's a roasting session in in waiting right there. Um, at least. You know, when I was living in New York, when I was in high school, let me walk in to my high school with a jersey that I've worn just a couple of times and that shit's starting to fade. Like, I would have, people would have joked on my ass, man, easily, man. They would have called it a knockoff. People would have just straight up called it a knockoff. Like, that's fake. You're being laughed at. Like, that's that's what it reminds <laughs> me, like, those jerseys, man. Yeah. And no, I did not unlock a core memory <laughs> that did not happen to me. I had good jerseys. They were very oversized, but good jerseys, good quality jerseys. I still got that Woodson Oakland jersey. Like that's one of my favorite ones. Twenty four on it. What can I say? But but yeah, these jerseys are just horrible, man. They're atrocious, man. But 
I don't want to talk about the things that are atrocious, but there has been some good games um, in the recent yeah, days. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the one thing that's not atrocious. So it's it's the, the hoops that's been happening on opening night of the uh, NC's tournament. And really, this, this season so far, man, it, I mean, it always starts off pretty strong. I am on the Victor train. Put, I am, I am, I am subscribing. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's good, man. He's good. He's like what six games in. Yeah, and like he's he's shown that you know he's gonna uh, he's really gonna do some damage, man. We really gets into form. That 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 Suns game, man. <laughs> yeah, I feel like. <laughs> I, I don't, it's clearly was it's not going to be his best performance of his career because no. that was just it was just an inkling of you know what could happen and I, I don't think that's going to be the only po- um thirty plus game or no, near I don't think so. game that he will have this season. I don't I I expect more. I expect more of those type of games from him, man. Um, but funny you mentioned that Phoenix game. Um, number one, Durant, like what the fuck, bro. I, that was it's crazy. Like, that right, right. That ending, like that was that was wild. He, he got bullied, but what, easily. Kelvin Johnson. Yeah, that's I think so. Ball. Like my man just took that ball from his like. That's what I was like. I don't know what Durant was. He was just standing there, and he wasn't moving. And when my man took that took that basketball, like ripped it from his hands and then laid it and, up. And, like and Durant just fell down to I'm like I was like, what the hell just happened? Like, like he just I, ran I think up he thought me. he was fouled. I think he legit thought that he was fouled and that the ref was gonna call it and the ref didn't. And he was uh, just standing there dumbfounded. I don't that's what that's what it reminded and, and, me of. But even even bigger on Johnson to like to get that shot in too. Like yeah, that, that was like that a too. hard shot. No, so, that wasn't easy. You know, and, and and you know that was that's probably it's definitely going to be a, a one of the definitive wins for the Spurs season because I don't think they're going to be winning a lot of games this season. Uh, just just looking at how they fumbled the Toronto game um, mm-hmm. a few a few nights later and then just getting destroyed by Indiana by forty one points on Monday. Uh, oh. Indiana, yeah, they're, that, they're, that going, they're, they're in clearly a, a young team. Yes, yes, and yeah. Indy, Indy redeemed themselves for that one. So they, they did, got they their, did. they got, a, they got a lick back in a way. And um, yeah. but I also noticed that Ty, um, Tyrese Halliburton did play that Boston game. So no, nah, yeah, he didn't. Last he didn't. Few games he played so far, he's been, he's been tremendous, man. Um, and you know, Indy, that's going to be like my league pass team to watch. You know, because you know, there's just got so much talent, and like Halliburton, uh, like he's just great. He's just great to watch. So just the way he orchestrates on the court, and just knowing that he, this is his team. Like really, this is his engine. Like the team runs with him, and you see it on the court. And get yes. got Benedict McAdoo, um, Ben McAdoo, you know, Buddy Heel, just. Just a tremendous option to have, you know, offensively. And then Miles Turner, you know, is an elite defender. This it's just a real well rounded young team. They um, are. They are. And yeah. I they feel are like and, you know, if they really have a shot, you know, if they want to buckle in, like I've like for this end season tournament, like a lot of the young teams that I know that have potential should buckle down on this. Orlando's Detroit. You know, Indy, of course. Uh, yeah. Uh, even though Charlotte, 
I don't really have that much high hopes for you know, well, for the metal ball playing. You know, you might as well go for it. Like this is this is good for the young teams, mm-hmm. but it should also be good for teams that need to get their chemistry in order, like the Clippers, uh, oh, the gosh. Milwaukee Bucks. Oh. Um, you know, even Philly, like these teams that you know have met, faced failure time and time and again. Uh, it, it just it just needs something to to get them some belief, and and you know just the fact that they can you know perform in a high level situation, even though it's not necessarily the NBA Finals, but they can they can perform in, you know in winner go home scenarios, you know where every game will feel like a game seven when they get into the knockout stages. Yeah, and you know just be able to just. Again, make moments. Like, in order for this tournament to succeed, you got to have your stars, you know, shine and also make new stars out of it as well. So yeah. I feel like this is it's a really good idea, you know. And, yeah, it's really going to try to bring you the money in. Yeah. But I feel like the quality is only going to get better. Yeah, it, it, it's very... So far, the, the the way the reaction is is very reminiscent of um, how people reacted with the playing game, um, the playing games, should I say? Uh, yeah. You know yeah. when it first when it first got put out there when they first started using it and you know and you look at it now because how many has been years? It's been like what two years, two three? Yeah, years? yeah, yeah. It's been um, uh, it's been it's been about it's been since, yeah three years so far. It's been since twenty twenty. Yeah. yeah so you know, three years and that like you look at the past two seasons alone, um, the playing games, um, it, in in numerous ways it has shined and shown its significance and 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 you've also you get great games out of them. Like we've gotten great games, um, from from these yeah. playing games over the past, specifically the past couple of years, and. You know, you could even point to the significance and how important it is just to get in there. Look at Miami last season with their run. They, they, they were know. they were a playing team, and they, they could have got knocked out. By us, but we didn't yeah. do the job. <laughs> <laughs> I'll always be salty over them. No, no, but for, for real, though, you're right about that. And, you know, that should be like a, a something like an, an incentive, an, an extra motivating factor for these teams, these bubble teams. Like, hey, man, like, you know, all you need to do is just get into the playing game. You win your games and hey, then you're and you're in and then anything can happen. Anything can happen. We've seen this so many times in playoffs. Anything can happen, you know, and, and, and with yep. Miami last year, they just caught on fire at the most perfect time. And, you know, yeah, they ran out, you know, of gas, you know, in the end. But, you know, for for them to be a team that was – you know, that they had to go through those playing games and it goes to show you like it's anything's possible with that stuff, man. Reminds me of VCU when the first when they first <laughs> yeah. did the uh they this was it 68 teams, you know? Yeah, the first four to the final four. The first four, yeah. The first four to final four. I mean, so speaking of VCU, um I found out a, a very interesting fun fact. Um when I had went to their scrimmage game, their black and gold game, um I had went with my father for his birthday. Um, to that, and it was free anyway. Uh, so my father, being the person that he knows, the guy knows knows somebody. Um, 
he ran into uh like kind of like the lead like person that that handles a lot of stuff within the arena mm-hmm. and i never knew this but apparently the court that was on VC, the VCU's basketball court was actually a couple of years ago like or a few years ago was actually shuttled off to another college you know cuz they needed a court and i never knew that like what we VCU actually sold their court to another university and then they just installed a new court on there afterwards and i think that's still the court that they use like the the wood and stuff but it's i i found that very interesting i was like damn i didn't even know that VCU like you could actually that they do that they do that like and and if anybody's listening, you know, or wants to listen to this, and they're like, Mo, Mo, like, of course, excuse me for my ignorance. I that I just never knew that shit, <laughs> you know, at all. Um, I thought that was I thought that was pretty cool. I'm like, oh, okay, VCU's court is still, you know, out there somewhere. Um, uh, but but yeah, man, like, <laughs> it, it's the, the the quality of these games. You gotta love them. Is I think it's gonna be good. These in you know to go back to the in season tournament thing. Um, it's going to be good. It's going to be fun. Give it some time. Give it a chance, people. You got to give it a chance. I, I, I'm don't expect. I don't know how. I don't know how people can complain about basketball. You play like <laughs> basketball games with incentive. Chris, you, the, you know, come on. <laughs> These are, a lot of people they they never a lot of basketball fans they can never be fully satisfied. And these tickets are pretty cheap, man. Like. Like yo, I'm going to go to the Sixers game um, um in two weeks, and no, yeah, next Friday I'm going to the Sixers game, and like thirty dollars, like like the lowest the lowest price is thirty dollars. So you go and get Joel and B blame, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, it's. I think it's gonna go. It's gonna go fine. Um, I don't know, and I couldn't even tell you who is going to team be the team that wins in the end. You know, I really couldn't tell you. You know, with that that stuff, it's too much too much to determine. I will say one thing I did see last night that was pretty dope, uh, and I'm a big fan of this guy too, man. Uh, Anthony Edwards, man, my man went off in overtime. Oh, he was uh, amazing. He was yes, amazing last that night. Uh, that that Boston game was so good. Yes, uh, Ant was out of this world in overtime. I uh, that dude, I I just I just. You know, I love his personality, um, in general, but what he does on the court, like it, I, I love watching that man. Like, and and we've said that many times before. Like, the league is in good hands in the future. You know, with the future of the league and, and, and the players and stuff like that. Like, they're going to be fine. You know, especially after the post, LeBron, KD, Chris Paul. You know, those guys when they're Seth Curry when those guys are gone. Um, league is in good hands with a lot of those young guys, but he's just one of those who's like, like he was saying earlier with Halliburton, you know, uh, they're just exciting players to watch and see, man. And, you know, Minnesota, you know, it's Minnesota's Minnesota, you know, it, they will always yeah. just be Minnesota. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but, but, um, you know, the thing is like with, with, with Halliburton Edwards and, you know, for better or worse, you know, even with John Morant, like those, these, those three, or, you know, they're a group of players that, you know, they kind of remind me of the players I watched growing up, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, of the 2000s, you know, and like I said, for better or worse, that means there's, you know, you know the stuff they do outside court, but just as much as in, uh, in Jaws' case, but, you know, they, they're just like, I'm re- reminded 
you know, of like watching like Iverson or, you know, Jason Kidd, you know, when mm-hmm. I'm seeing certain, you know, certain, certain, you know, you know, attributes or certain styles, you know, on the court today, you know, when I'm watching Halliburton or Ed Edwards play or, you know, or John Morant play, you know, well, he is out there on the court. You know, it's it's cool to see, you know, and like uh, even even RJ Barrett, you know, like, you know, he's very inconsistent at times, but right. when he's on, like he was against the Clippers on Monday, you know, he's he definitely could be like a really good I still look at him more as a second option as opposed to like the number one option type of player. But he really could be like, you know, akin to what Chris Milton was, you know, in their title winning year. Yeah. I I I just I just think, like I said, um, you know, kind of lost. I, I lost my train of thought. I'm sorry. I was watching something yeah. on NXT and I kind of got distracted uh, oh. <laughs> for what I was about to say. <laughs> uh, uh, and we'll talk about NXT in, in or WWE in in a, in a second, man. But uh, it, it's the it's the quality of it's the quality of these these games. I, I find like they're they're pretty damn good. Now, granted, I don't have League Pass. So I kind of got to rely on, um, you know, if it's not NBA TV or just catching clips online or just, you know, streaming it from a regular site or from a whatever site. Um, I, I think that the league is going to be, especially within this coming um, media rights negotiation period, um, that's, that's going to happen a few months from now. Which is also a leading factor as to why we have this midseason tournament. Also, in case it hasn't dawned on anybody, um, it's a calculated chess move for them to try to entice um, whoever it is going to own the media rights to the league for the season um, after this current one expires. Um, and you know, that's that's the name of the game. That's the name of the game with that. We've seen it also with with WWE yeah. with, with TKO. You know, um, with that whole thing. And I, I, I have no doubt that this is going to be. We're going to get some good, great games this season from from a lot of, you know. I mean, I'm eager to see how what in the end, what happens with like with Golden State, you know, um, you know, Philly, like especially in the Clippers. We know Harden getting traded, Phoenix, um, which for whatever it's reason, not, not looking good right now. No, um. no, it's not looking good for them. So. Um, there's a lot to be determined with that, but I am very intrigued to see the uh, when when the, the, these knockout games happen next month. Um, very interested to see who's going to be in those. You know, in the end, uh, I have a feeling Milwaukee be one of those teams. Um, but I don't know. Who knows? Who knows, man? Got to win the games. Regular season games. Got to win the games. Um, hey. All I know is, you know, people say they're not interested in season tournament right now, but once someone fucks up in one of those knockout games, it's yeah. going to be Twitter slander all throughout for the playoffs. So, right, you know, that's that's also is going to aid into the success of this tournament. Yeah, yeah, and you best believe some players are going to use that as part of contract negotiations in case. Let's say, for example, right, quick thing. They want to spend, but let's say Milwaukee wins the in season tournament, then they win the NBA championship, right? Yeah, like, they, they hit the double, right? You know, like that. 
that's you know players could use this shit too <laughs> as you know for their own personal leverage depending on how well they play and whatever um so a lot at stake for that a lot to be determined like where it's going the league this in-season tournament give it a chance See how it goes. We've been through this road before, and we've seen how years later we like the end season—not the end season, the um playing games at the end of the season. So let's give it a chance, people. Um, but also, uh, you know, this is basketball. We love like you want exciting basketball. You got it. You want to play. You want to see exciting basketball before you know the All Star before because you know a lot of people. The general thought is like people only watch the NBA during Christmas All Star games. And, you know, after April, you know, springtime, those are like the three times that a lot of that there's some general thought that people watch the NBA the most, just those time periods. So the fact that they have this in here, hopefully it brings more viewers. Um, oh, oh, yeah. Also, like you get either NBA final previews, right? That too. Towards the knockout rounds or even a finals where we will probably never get. You know, as in like a young upstart team against, you know, one of the top contenders. Yeah, that's true. You know, like, like for instance, you know, you have the Spurs versus the Knight. Well, Spurs versus the Warriors. Yeah. Or or Spurs versus, uh, uh, let's see, who is in the East? The Bucks. Wimbyama versus Giannis. <sighs> I mean, I'm looking forward that, to that. I mean, just the spectacle of it all right there, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that, that that will aid that will aid in creating moments. Yes, yes. And like uh, you said, with contract negotiations, like if a player performs well enough in these games, yep. it, it, especially if they're looking to get out or go into a contender or move into the trade deadline, that can yeah. help out as well. Possibilities are endless. Possibilities are endless. Don't knock it until you try it. Right. Um. Speaking of knocking things as that is knocking, um, as we played his song at the beginning of the show, um, it looks like the end is knocking on John Cena's door. Um, at least that's what it appears so far. Um, you know, especially with you know the Screen Actor Guild, you know the, that whole strike I, I, going I think, on. I think, yeah. I think he had to run to the tables to try to get that deal knocked out. So, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so, too. Um, but overall, though, uh, this ties into, man, what, um, what, what Crown Jewel. Um, and we're going to just breeze through this stuff real quick. Crown Jewel, uh, Solo Sokoa. I mean, literally, I thought that dude did five or six, like, Samoan spikes. Um, to, I believe <laughs> to it was John seven Cena. times. I believe it was seven times for John. Well, damn, well, I was close. They was close. And kudos to John for always putting over um, these guys, man. Like, kudos to him, bro. Like, John Cena. Uh, there was a time, man, when nobody went, like, and he was polarizing, but it, it's, I get a greater appreciation seeing John now. Um, it did give that, that kind of finality feel um, at the end of his match with Solo. Uh, which was a pretty decent match, but it was just like, it, I mean, it was a showcase. It, the right person won, obviously, and Solo deserves that. Uh, but man, it's just always funny, too. Like, Cena, you know, it, in, in a way, when I was watching that match, man, um, yeah. I got kind of sad because 
you know, as I'm watching him face solo and I um, had these memories of him facing Umaga, man, um, Cena back in the days and especially that yeah. epic, um, that epic match they had at World Rumble. Uh, what was it? Was it? Was it a last man standing? Was I forgot what the it was, yeah, it was the last man standing match. Where, it was the last man standing match. Yeah, where he did the, 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 the STFU with the with yeah. the top rope. Uh, crazy spot. Uh, yeah, you know. So it's just always funny him and then obviously the Rock and and Roman. But um, he even had he even fought Rikishi back in the day. Rikishi was was when he was active when John Cena started. Um, so. It, he's had his history with Samoans in general, but um, but like I said, quick match did its purpose. Um, the other notable, what was the other notable match? I know there was a couple for you because I know we could both. I think we could both be on the same page here that it was I mean, it was an alright event. It was alright. Yeah, you know, okay. Seth, you know. Seth and Drew was uh, that was great. It was a great yeah. opener. Yes, uh, it, it it pretty much set the tone for the show, uh, but. Unfortunately, like the the rest of the show really couldn't match it, no. um, and the crowd, the crowd for for during the middle of the portion of this card, they were sitting on their hands for the most part up until the final two matches. Yeah, where they really went up for Cody and he and he went up for Roman. But um, yeah, it was it was uh, just it was just a decent show, you know. Uh, what really one great match in, in Rollins versus Drew McIntyre, um, and. You know the rest of everything else was uh, and the Kyrie Kyrie re- returning. Oh, you know shit. that was a great moment. Um, but again, it felt like it was still wasted on this crowd. <laughs> uh, but I like this the progression of the story. Um, here with uh EO calling her plays on her own. Um, as opposed to Bailey running everything for her, and you know, and now she's. Causing some friction within damage control. Yeah, um, man. Yeah. And, and oh, that, man. that should be interesting. You know, I don't know when when was the last time we really like I really feel like in the midst of all this bloodline and judgment day stuff, you know, damage control, their storyline, you know, if you really think about it from their inception, you know, all the way to now, man. They've been. It's been a pretty. They they they've been. They've had a pretty good story to tell. Um, well, like I said, from their inception to now, you really think about it, and 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 how you know we all we talked about how EO you know winning, you know the the, the women's title on SmackDown from Bianca, you know exactly a year from it, she came back because remember yeah. her and Dakota, you know they they were let go. They were released um, for a while, and then you know they made their return a couple of years ago at SummerSlam with Bailey, and you know fast forward to exactly a year later, you know, and then EO wins the belt. Um, yeah, but it, it's but then you got this wrinkle now where you know Kari is back, and she, and if people remember, if if they remember that the match that quote unquote kind of put her out the company where her last match was against Bailey and Bailey won. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and Bailey, so and her out and mocked her about it. it yeah. As well. Right. Years of social media. Right. Right. So uh, it's, this is interesting. 
it's interesting. Even though I always felt like part of me was like Bailey was going to be like she was always the person. That I'm like, man, I keep an eye on her, <laughs> you know, because it's true. I do feel like in many, and I can't remember if it was, I forgot if it was Becky or somebody else that that had brought it out to her, like, hey, man, or or maybe it was Charlotte or Bianca. I can't remember, you know, about. You know, it's like, wait a second, like you're you're Bailey and you're like kind of like oh, a secondary yeah. act. You know, like like you're a former world champion. Like and you're like a secondary act? Like really? You know, so it, it's we're gonna get some good shit. We're just going Friday, how it's gonna go on SmackDown is gonna be interesting with that. Um but I'm happy that Kari Sandy's back. I'm happy. Um I c I cannot wait to that first interaction with her and Asuka. Um, in the yeah, future, that's, 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 that's definitely going to take a while because I don't think yeah. we're going to see Oscar on TV for a minute. Yeah, that's let that simmer because you know you can't you can't show her without without her being in their orbit because she's mm-hmm. practically in their orbit now. And right, 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 you know, right. So you know, so does... it's, it's, but she's just she's definitely going to get involved though. Oh yeah, 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 sure. yeah, 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 yeah. At some point, you know, doesn't have to happen quickly, but it's just. I'm, I, it's just one of those things I'm looking forward to seeing uh, with that. And, you know, the Cody and Damian Priest match, pretty damn good. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the match. They've had a yeah, pretty good it, it felt like a, a, a raw main event. Like it was, it, that's describing it the best way. It was like a good raw main event. Um, But, uh, but man, like, you know, I, I you know, Cody's winning all of these matches. I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you got to keep that train rolling, and he really he made sure he he said it. He was going to run through Damien, and that's what happened. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, I, but um, but you know, I'm pretty sure Judgment Day they're going to get their lick back um next Monday uh because uh Cody and Jay will face uh Finn Damien for the tag titles um uh, for the um, next Monday right Raw, but uh. Yeah, uh, it, it's, it's it's I wonder if this is this is going to be it come Survivor Series as far as like this Judgment uh, Day feud with all the other baby faces because uh, got got to figure out where to go from here. <laughs> yep, and we found out a lot of that answers on Monday last well last night on on Raw, um, which man, uh, Sammy and Sammy Zayn and, and, and Seth Rollins um, that match was great. That was good, and I like their promo. I like their I like their yeah. interaction at the beginning, man. At the beginning of the show, um, also like Sami Zayn, man. Whenever he, speaking of guys, like, and I know we was talking before, it's like, man, that pop for Cody whenever he wins, um, the belt from Roman, I guess at Mania, um, like that pop is going to be ridiculous. But man, let Sami Zayn win a world title or something like that. You know, especially the raw one. Ah, man, that's gonna be awesome. Cause I think like it, it's one of those storylines. Is like he's always gets so close, and then boom. Yeah. Like it, it just always. See, he's under. It's just perfect for him, and you know that was a sight to see. Um, but like I said, uh, one thing. Oh yeah, Miz, babyface Miz. I'm for it. Hey. Oh man, crowds for it too. Yes. Like, they were even booing Ricochet in the match. <laughs> uh, you know, the fatal four. And oh, that that fatal four, man, like. Ricochet definitely got you know CTE there uh, when he got his head hit the mat yeah. uh, because that finish, 
I, I was confused for a bit, you know, with, with the kick out and then the pin. Because it looked like it was going to be a double pin. And Ricochet kicked out. That's it. Last second. Purpose. Yeah. Oh, the last second. Last like second. You, which which clearly meant that he forgot what he was supposed to do there. And uh, that that's rough. That's rough, man. Because I, I, I really don't get how wrestlers continue to work when there's their lights are out like that. Um, I don't know, man. That's scary to me. Julius did the same thing. It was crazy. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, but uh, yeah, um, hopefully he, he he gets better. They, they they never, you know, WWE, they don't really diagnose concussions at all. So, <laughs> no, I mean, but I, I'm certain we're not going to see Ricochet on um, in a match next week. So pr- probably the same for Julius Creed. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those guys got to watch out, man. Um, but the biggest, but the big reveal, the big news out of that, um, specifically out of the whole weekend between Saturday and and Raw yesterday, um, we got War Games. We got a War Games match. Um, because at the end of that Seth Rollins Sami Zayn match, um, things just broke out. Man, it it brought me attitude error. Oh, that was that incredible ending. brawl. That was one. That was a the crowd went up for that man because yes, watching the whole episode of Raw, the the Pennsylvania crowd was okay. I think yeah, they were Wilkesbar, Wilkesbar, That's how you pronounce it, Wilkesboro. 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 Yeah, Wilkesboro. I'm, yeah, I'm I'm using my New York accent. Yes, Pennsylvania. Wilkesboro. Yes, it's not Philly. So, <laughs> um, that crowd it was decent throughout the night, but when Cody and Jay came out, it came, they they went, they became unglued. And I was like, they were just crazy wild. Crazy. And then Cody went up to do that jumping dive off the rope. Bro. I, I was like, wow. It, it, it felt like, yeah, like you said, if, for me, it felt like 1980s, like Mid-South NWA Crockett promotions when he did that dive, the way they were popping. I, it was it was great. And the War Games announcement, too. Yeah. Just just definitely set it off. Um, and that that's that's going to be a big match here. Um, it's def, it's just it's the Judgment Day night in Chicago, and um, I'm Correct interested me. to see where um what what where where Drew McIntyre will fit in all of this. So, Correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't this five on five? I four thought it was four. at, but I be four on four. So this would be four on four. I could have swore I yeah. saw I read it. It was five on five. It's like the match was going to be five on five. I mean, I'm not complaining if it's four on four. I, I am all for it. Uh, all for no pun intended. Classic, classic um uh, uh setup in the past, I believe. Okay. Um, but uh, but yeah, uh if if they like to include a fifth member, I mean they pro- they probably could add like, you know, maybe a, a bloodline member like, like like Jimmy or you know, or it, that's where you'll probably insert Drew in, on the face side only for him to complete the turn. Because that's yes. the only option I see if yeah. they're doing it five on five, but it's possible they can still do four on four. It has same ending could happen in some way. Yeah, I, and and I honestly could see that happening. That he is part of the, you know, the uh, the babyface team, and then he he t- definitely could do that. And and the most obvious, uh, I feel like, person is Cody. <laughs> they'll feel yeah. the they they'll feel the the effects of. Uh, of uh, Drew McIntyre and and yeah, it'll yeah, be him. Yeah, yeah he he's the target. He's gonna be the target, man. Um, but yeah, that seems to be the so 
it's gonna be interesting. Like, there's other stuff that happened on, but we ain't gonna worry about touching on that. Um, one footnote I do want to make before we get to the last of this thing. Um, watching NXT, congrats to them being on CW next next year. Um, incredible, man. I really hope All American stays so I can just see them go back to back. <laughs> True, NXT get out. They got out the mud. Oh, um, they, they really did, but it's really like. It also goes to show that how much they really bet on that brand. Um, yes. Just deconstructed it from its black and gold era and rebuilding, you know, the whole philosophy, their developmental philosophy through the 2.0 stages. And lo and behold, what we got two and a half, three years later now is it's going to be on CW. It is, it is, it is a product. It is a valuable commodity. Mm-hmm. Now it's bringing in record viewers, you know, you know, viewership that they never had when they were a part of um that they didn't really have as much Mm-mm. you know since the black and gold era, but these are even bigger yes. and more effective yes. than before. And you know it you know just to also the brand integration with the main roster it, it is how seamless it's been mm-hmm. so far. And you know the fact that they have that extra incentive that they could bring in stars. And they probably could bring in even bigger stars or even have bigger moments going forward with this move now. Uh, it, it's, it's great. I think it's a wonderful, wonderful gift for CW who is looking to transition to live sports now. Um, and, you know, it just to be also be a, still a national audience, natural broadcast audience. They, I mean, I could, I would be surprised if they start pulling over a million viewers. Yeah. Keep in mind, when CW isn't that, that CW isn't it like a basic channel? Like it's yes, a, yes, just like, like that's, Fox, yeah. and you know, and with um, NBC and ABC for the most part, is they're it's it's, it's going to be big. You know, again, I can see their viewership growing out of off out off of this. Yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Be more eyes to the product. That is true. That's true. But the one thing I wanted to make, speaking of NXT, um, uh, the ending. That just happened just now, um, real quick. Um, apparently, I mean, I've we're, while we're recording, it was on on mute, so I I'll have to watch it later. But apparently, uh, yeah, yeah, confrontation between um, Trick, Trick Williams, and, Trick and Mello, yeah, and, Mello and um, my man. <laughs> I don't care what anybody tells me. I'm still calling him Brian Pillman Jr. <laughs> I don't care. Um, he comes out, stirs some shit. And Trick is about to punch him. He ducks and then he hits Mello. <laughs> yeah, it, it brought, <sighs> brought Mello to tears. Yeah, yes. I'm still waiting that footage of the NXT whatever confidential whatever camera to reveal what happened to Trick weeks ago. So um interested in that. But funny, uh, it, it, and it's a great segue actually into the main topic here. I really want to talk about, um, you know, wrestling is something that is um, universally loved and it, it it definitely has its influence out in the world. Um, and and it's, it's, it's part of pop culture. And you mix that in with, um, you know, this year being the 50th anniversary of hip hop. Um, you know, I, I felt that 
it's it's a big thing with hip hop and 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 wrestling how they both have intertwined and influenced each other in many ways and um you know this also goes to show how powerful and amazing hip hop and how how far it's grown from its inception to now how it is so deeply woven within the fabric of you know just watching like just wrestling culture wrestling culture and hip-hop culture it really reminds me of that venn diagram thing right yeah. you got one circle here one circle and then right in the middle it, it's that's the sweet spot right there and you know i really think about this the, the, how both of those interaction interacts man um and technically actually hip-hop and wrestling it, it goes a long way that it's lineage um you can mm-hmm. you can make the argument you could technically say that um you know uh, gorgeous george um a heel wrestler back in the 40s and 50s um he has he's been one of he is one of the most influential wrestlers in 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 you know at least north american you know territory whatever wrestling in, in america um i mean he has inspired many many people who have taken things from him um, he was a very flashy and flam like flamboyant type of guy, um, and don't worry, it's a re- it sounds very similar to somebody that we all know, <laughs> um, you know. And but his style, you know, who he, you know, just everything about him, um, it caught the eye of a certain person who rap and hip hop pundits like Chuck D and, and a lot of other rap legends. They would make that argument that, um, you know, the first rapper first rap album technically was put out by muhammad ali and the reason why i mentioned muhammad ali is because of the fact that um muhammad ali a lot of his character was influenced heavily by uh gorgeous george he was always a fan of him they met one time and he's he was always like the way gorgeous george talked muhammad ali took that from him and 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 a lot of that stuff and and you really think about Muhammad, muhammad ali and you know how you're like, what? A rapper? Like, how is he involved with hip-hop? Like, seriously, go look it up, people. Like, there are many people yeah. who will say that Muhammad Ali really was the first, you know, really rapper that that put out an album like that. And so, you know, specifically with how he said the cadence and the rhythm of how he said his, the stuff that he said in his, in his promos, which you really think about a promo. A wrestling promo really essentially is freestyling. You're freestyling talking shit. To, to your yeah. opponent, you know, and, and, and it's essence. And, you know, you think about, you know, and, and then Muhammad Ali, like I said, George, gorgeous George, another big person that he influences, the nature boy, Ric Flair, That's who right. I consider within the realm of uh, the, the relationship between hip hop and wrestling. I always feel like Ric Flair is the godfather of all this, really, truly. <laughs> Because, no, seriously, like, if you really think about what is the thing about hip-hop that has never, no matter how many errors or, or, or generations that it goes through, the one, that the, the common thing that you will hear in the hip-hop songs is a rapper talking about how much money he got. Arcadocio. That's right. How much money he got, how his, his style, you know, how he's, you know, the luxurious lifestyle that that they live how much women they get and all this other stuff in the week, yeah 
Ric Flair, man. Ric Flair was doing that stuff. And and you can ask a lot of rappers. Like, that's the, the two most influential people in hip-hop is Scarface and Ric Flair. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. You know, Ric Flair, because Ric Flair, the way he just, just oozed and embodied just the fancy, the st- styling and profiling, wheeling, <laughs> kiss stealing, you know, stealing. all of that shit, man. Like, and that was, like, hip-hop, like, rappers, they, they, they attached to that shit, man. That was hip-hop right there, you know, and, and how it took that stuff and, and it just, and rap just morphed it into just another dimension. And it really became a character of a lot of rappers. Um, in some ways, they can be actors. <laughs> you know, um, but you really think about like Run DMC, you know, Run DMC and credit to WWF, WWE. They have always had the ear in on pop culture in general, as we know, historically with rock and wrestling and all that other stuff. But they've really been a big big part of hip hop in, in ways with the many interactions they had. You can go back to um like I said, run DMC. They did a mm-hmm. opening performance before WrestleMania five. The first hip hop art, you know, act that that I mean wrestle it's WrestleMania. I mean yeah. and it's that's a bit and think about it, like we don't look at it as a big thing now. But at that time period, I mean like yo, hip hop reaching something WrestleMania and, and and this at its fifth inception. So WrestleMania was an established brand and everything at that time. And the fact that they were the opening people, the performance before that, like, that's big. That's huge. You know, you could even look at in, in even with tag teams, right? You got numerous interact, like numerous factions and tag teams, how they have taken from hip hop and apply that to whatever character or, or faction that they're par- part of. You know, a couple of tag teams that go to my mind. Men on a Mission, back in the mid '90s, um, Mabel Public and Moe, Public Enemy with Rock and Rock and, and Johnny Grunge and ECW yeah. and WCW. You know, you could even go to Attitude Era, Insane Clown Posse with the Oddities. You know, yeah. everybody, uh, Salt and Pepper being on WrestleMania 11. You know, <laughs> like it, it, it's both of those is always intertwined. And I always feel like that was that it's it's so great. And then there's also moments in, that hip hop has intertwined with wrestling that hasn't been also great. You could look at um, the No Limit Soldiers in WCW. <laughs> hey, hey man, you know I, I thought I thought it was pretty cool just seeing Master P link it up with uh, Rey Mysterio. I thought I that think was it's, no. Insane. Don't get me wrong. In hindsight, yeah, <laughs> that end, but yeah, it was. Uh, it, I was a prospect for trying to know your audience, man. Yes, yes, they just did not get it right. No, no, no. (laughs) Yeah, it's South, man. You know, they they were really running with uh, the West Texas Rednecks. Oh, man. I will say this, man. I I know they were, I I know that whole whatever thing they were supposed to have didn't last long, man. But you can't, I'll never forget that rap is crap shit, man. I'll never forget the rest. Like, and I just remember Kurt Hennon on TV, just, (laughs) they were Barry Windham. (laughs) <laughs> oh, he was putting his heart into that song too, man. I was like, I, I think you really feel like this too. Like, yeah, man. <laughs> you know, um, you look at our truth. You know, our truth. I always say oh, it was. Yeah. A, it's, I mean, I, I think our truth. I think a mystical. Uh, uh, that's you know, Road Dog. I mean, 
you you I, there's so many examples of NWO Wolfpack. Wolfpack at Generation X, you know. Run DMC had did a version of the Generation X's theme song, you know, and and little known fact, and I don't know a lot of people. If if you watch was wrestling watching WWF in the height of the Attitude Era, um, there was a version of Triple H's song, and it only showed up one time, or two times, and it's crazy. One without rap lyrics, one with. And this was like a period transition period from, it was almost like a, a different, like a, a middle of, from the My Time theme song that Triple H had when he first went, you know, yeah. mega heel um, to the Motorhead one. Like literally, like in, in mm-hmm. WWE recognizes it because it's on, it's on Spotify and all those stuff. Um, great workout music, by the way, theme songs. But like seriously, there was a version of Triple H. So he had a theme song, um, and it, I think it was like at Armageddon 2000, around that time. Um, he changed his song real quick, but it, it it didn't last long. It just didn't last long. It was um, I liked it because it had that. It just I felt like it was like a perfect medium between the two versions, and I always liked that shit. Um, you know, and, and and that's not, and and that's just from how hip hop influences wrestling. But then you got, like I said, the wrestling influence and hip hop aspect of it. You know, I always felt that, you know, a lot of people, the black community, you know, we have a we have a f- closeness to to wrestling because it's it's I mean, you know, every, everybody watched wrestling. Everybody, you know, at some point, you know, watched wrestling. And, and, you know, you look at all these rap artists and they've constantly used all these re- ref- there's so many wrestler references man method man has done it nas has done it i mean shit see yeah. qu- quoted nas your hands too short to box with god your arms too short to box <laughs> with god i meant uh um, <laughs> you know yeah man you know so you know you think about yeah, action bronson yeah you know, action bronson i mean of course west side gun you know he, yeah he's trying to get his hardest to get recognition from WWE, when yeah. he's in front, it is so Twitter tirades. You know, Wale also a big fan. Wale Mania, you know, Wale, yeah, Mania. Wale Mania. Uh, come on, <laughs> you know. Um, and then also, uh, you know, it's funny about Wale. He put another album out. He's putting another album out. Oh like, yeah, again. yeah, I, um, yeah. He's uh, I think he's with um, Def Jam now. So yeah, 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 so, yeah. Uh, he's going to be in album mode. Kudos to him with that. But yeah, yeah, Wale Mania definitely is an, an example. Um, you know, and Snoop, look at Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg WrestleMania. is. WrestleMania. Yeah. yeah, he's supposed to WrestleMania. You know, it, it's a, like really, you know, a lot of, like I said, a lot of people talk about how, like, wrestle, like sport or just WWE or just sports entertainment, whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, they talk so much about how it's relationship, like it's a pop culture phenomenon, all this other stuff. But hey, hip hop music in itself is a it, it's a pop culture phenomenon. I mean, really, it is the most listened to and influential genre that's out there in the world. It's the top music genre in the world. Everybody wants to take a bit of hip hop, you know, and yep. and the fact that it has. And it's constantly, and that's a, like it's constantly being involved, they, both back and forth. It's a synergy. Lil Uzi, you know, Verd, I saw him, you know, 
<laughs> WrestleMania early this year <laughs> coming out. That shit is still uh, crazy. That's such a fever right. dream. Yeah, yeah, man. You know, um, you had that. I mean, hell, for a while, Rick Ross and AEW doing the stuff with Swerve Strickland, man. Rick Ross is a great promo guy. Like hilarious. I would I mean, love to I, you like, have honestly, to in, though. But. Yeah, man. But i honestly, man, like Rick Ross got some he he has something there. Uh I, I he has the right the way he speaks, the right tone. And it's like you just you just take him seriously, even though <laughs> Anybody that knows about the, the the back history of Rick Ross, you know, the irony of him talking to all this and used to be, a, you know, <laughs> working in the <laughs> parole, he was a parole officer or whatever, working in the jail system. Uh, kind of funny, but uh, but not nah, it, it. It's it definitely is a a marriage that doesn't get looked at enough, um, you know, and doesn't get spoken enough. But I guess in a certain way doesn't need to get spoken because it you, you we all see it it's it's a part of something every day that we see you know you look at even the bloodline look with the usos man you know rikishi doing too cool <laughs> uh it, it's it really it's it's a beautiful thing man and i and and you know to to cap it all off you know the power of that marriage of hip hop and wrestling we wouldn't have this show Simple as that. We wouldn't have this show yeah. without that marriage. You know, the common yes, thing man. that me, me and Chris, you know, the two things that we just, the, the top things that we have in common is our love for wrestling and hip hop music, man. And, you know, the fact that that commonality, that marriage kind of like it, it budded our friendship and where we at now doing this podcast stuff, man. It's amazing. But that goes to show the power the power of hip-hop man and in so many ways it has influenced so many things outside of the music and just everyday life man and wrestling is no it's, it's no stranger to any of that and it's going to constantly constantly always be um hand in hand with each other man um especially with it being in philly next year for mania you know um who knows meek mill might show up in a you know bunch of guys with motorcycles coming down to the ramp for something i don't know man like who knows it's <laughs> philly man <laughs> it's it's philly so it, 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 and it's rich hip-hop culture what i don't know what beanie siegel gonna come out man and perform i don't hey, know you, ne- you never know I, 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 all i know is he probably probably gonna have kevin hart doing something like he did before you're right you're right yeah. <laughs> you know have will smith in there like him and chris rock handle that stuff in mania and philly next year man get get that shit over with <laughs> <laughs> you know book it get it get it Vin, not vince uh triple h man and and, uh, and nick Khan. get that let's, let's make that happen man um but but yeah and then like i said guy at the beginning john cena Ooh. man john yeah, cena man. the epitome of hip-hop and wrestling <laughs> basic thugonomics <laughs> <laughs> I'm untouchable and forcing you to feel me. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> you know, some of them lines are bad questionable, man. Yeah, they are. <laughs> <laughs> they 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 were, man. But um, but nah, man, but that's really it, it's 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 beautiful, man. And people and I, I it's it's something I thoroughly enjoy and, and realize and talking about, man. And uh, I'm looking forward to see you know, the next 50 years of hip hop and wrestling, see how that shit has evolved, man. You know, I mean, it's, I mean, you watch, you play any WWE game 
it has hip hop songs on there. I mean, come on. Money in the Bank song and then matching it with Money in the Bank pay-per-view. I mean, shit. <laughs> now, granted, the, the Money in the Bank pay-per-view, that match was yeah. created before the song. But, hell, that song could have been influenced by that shit, for all we know. A little scrappy. Who, who is right. also a wrestler, right? Doesn't he rap? Yeah, wrestler? it was CBJ. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> Look, that's amazing. <laughs> so yeah, man. Um, but no, I I wanted to touch on that because I really feel like um because I still want to do that episode we have not done about hip hop, how how it's affected us in our beginnings and and, and influences us. Um <laughs> another day, another episode, but but definitely. Um yeah. So to tie this up, man. Uh once again, you can find us on all major streaming platforms. You're talking about Apple Podcasts. You're talking about Google Podcasts. You can find us on the Family Podcast Network at thefamilypn.com. Subscribe to all the podcasts there. Listen, I'm serious, man. Give anybody listening, subscribe to that newsletter still. And Yes, sir. There's a lot of good shit on there. A lot of good material, man. Lot, whatever it is, your vices. If you're a beer drinker, we got we got something for that. We got other wrestling shows, you know, like you know, our wrestling <laughs> wrestling chat with friends, man. Um, <laughs> you know those over there. Um, I also want to give a shout out, and 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 I need to really give them a lot of love because anytime, and they're also a great wrestling podcast. Also, man. Um. They had me on there one time in the past, and I, I enjoyed myself. Um, was a little bit uh, inebriated, but it, it was a good good episode. <laughs> uh, nevertheless, man. But um, but again, man, it, it, it's if I could get their name real quick, man. I because my man Doe over there. It, which shout out to them, man. Shout out to my man Doe, um, great Richmond rapper. Uh, but it, it, it's, yes, sir. but I definitely want to make sure um, that I get the bumps and banter guys in there for sure, man. Um, I, I and and I ran into him not too long ago, and I I want to get back on that show, man. It's great. I want you to like, man, one time for you to get on there, man. Uh, yeah. You know for sure, and, and, and you know cut the shit on there. But uh, shout out to them. They're they're also you know um, a good good friends with us um and of course social media man you can find me mo underscore b underscore knowing my man chris rappers and actors we also have a x or twitter account Mm -hmm. at nw bard podcast find us on there no words bardcast on instagram uh like i said look out for you know subscribe get the new notification whenever we release a new episode you know and we conveniently help out you guys in case you want to listen to certain parts i put out the timestamps on every description of the episode so i hope that helps out to spread the word um let everybody know that um you know hey we love we, we love talking to people you know leave us questions something you know um you know no words broadcast at gmail.com um you know and we don't bite the, no. no we don't bite we don't bite at all like hit us up even on a on the x account like hit us up on there or just individually. Like, believe me, we we we're 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 nice people. We're not, we're really nice people at all. Um, you know, just don't 
talk to Chris whenever his team gets blown out in soccer, you know. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, but definitely, man. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Y'all take care. Be safe out there. Um, I know it's election day today, so uh, people in America. Um, yeah. Yeah. Let's let's just pray. Y'all pick the right people, I guess. Uh, kudos, uh, <laughs> kudos, also, man. Um, to one more person that um that i definitely 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 got to give a um big shout out to um and it's none other than uh you know um, my pops uh, and and let me tell you why man um you know it, it's i listen to non this non wrestling thing i listen to uh, a lot of the stories the basketball stories with him and yeah. we got to get him on here one time man or oh, we got to record something that obviously not late um one time yeah. and, and we got to get him back on here man but uh i just want to say a quick shout out to pops man um he has always been a big big supporter of the show he has listened to every episode ever since i started uh, we, you know we put out that first that first episode you know three years ago and uh wow. yeah That's i know right yeah, you know, he's always been a big fan. He asks about you too, um, sometimes, you know, um, just in conversation whenever we're oh, oh, talking wow. about well, sports. Well, okay, well, in that case, I, I'm doing pretty well, Papa Green. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, I, I, would, I would love to have a conversation with him one day with you, man. We talk, talk hoops and uh, to see, see what he's liking about, you know, what the game is today and uh, and, and if he really wants Julius Randle off this team or not. <laughs> I think he does. He just wants a winning team. He just wants a championship team already. And selfishly, I hope he sees one, you know, again. Um, you know, so so definitely, definitely want to see that. But shout out to him. Shout out to you too, bro. I always enjoy doing these shows with you. It's all love. Like I said, like I said, hip hop and wrestling, man, is always going to be it's always going to be the story that brings us to here. And on that note, I'm sorry for delaying it more. Y'all take care. Peace out to the next episode. Peace.